0: By the Holy Spirit. That is what we are talking about. Being sealed with the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Clive last week did explain the technicalities of being sealed and like, I have no interest in that this morning, but I just want to show us a few things, even as we continue to read our scripture, let's read it, Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 13, it is very important that we remind each other of the scriptures of the law, but for your sake, please read from verse number 11 to verse 13 so you can get a picture it says in him you also when you were, so when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and believed in him was sealed with the promise of the holy spirit when you believed in the lord jesus christ when you accepted him as lord and savior immediately heaven takes ownership yeah immediately you are sealed. Yeah? Immediately they put their mark on you. Bah! You belong to God. Maybe this is the reason why the Bible teaches us that in the last days at the end of it, the enemy will also want to put his seal on his own followers. You remember the seal of the devil? The 666. Ah, the triple things. This one is a triple six, six, six. (laughs) He wants to put that seal on you, but listen to me. You have been sealed already with the Holy Spirit and you need no other. What does that mean? Maybe let me just jump over my notes and already explain this, that when you are sealed, it means you are secured. You have been closed It means you are unavailable for anything else or anyone else. It means you have been taken. It's like marriage. When you get married and they put a ring on your finger, this is the seal of marriage. Not for necessarily control. But this is the seal that symbolizes that she or he has been taken. Not available. No matter how attracted you get to them, they are no longer uh, available for you. Taken. You have been taken. You are not available for the devil. You are not available for the world. You are not available for any other god. But God Almighty, are you with me this morning? Talk to your neighbor and say you are not available. Yes, you have been taken. You have been taken. You belong to somebody. So, sealing has implications. And I just want to talk about the three implications of being sealed this morning. Just three for the sake of time. And the first one, I have already probably alluded to it. But the first implication of being sealed is ownership. Ownership. Romans chapter 8, verse number 16. Let's get this there. Ownership. The Bible says the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are Children of God, the Holy Spirit with whom we have been sealed, the Holy Spirit whom we have received, the Holy Spirit who has been poured on us, the Holy Spirit who indwells us eternally, witnesses or testifies with our own souls and spirits that we are now children of God. That we now belong to God. You know what? We don't have to be telling people that we are children of God. No. It's none of our business. The Spirit confirms it. The Spirit testifies. That we are children of God. That we belong to God and no one else. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me well. God owns you. As long as you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore, you can no longer do as you want, as you desire. But you can only do what your honor expects you to, Two. I don't want to equate this with those who have dogs. I've got dogs in my house. When they misbehave, I always remind them that I'm their owner. I own you. Without me, you can't eat. Without me, you can't even be vaccinated. Yeah? You can't without me, you can't even have shelter when it is raining. You just be like any other dog elsewhere in the world, and you'll be poor, full of lies and whatever you and smelling and all that kind of stuff. But because I own you, you are protected, you are preserved, you are eating good food. Yeah, you are not eating such a julo. <laughs> That's ownership, <laughs> therefore, they cannot do what they want in my jurisdiction. I tell them what to do. Sit, beg, go, this, that, that. That one is my friend. You are not going to fight. That one is a criminal. You will have to fight. <laughs> ownership. God owns us, but he doesn't control us like we control what we own. He exp- his ownership makes us look like him makes us think like him, makes us be him. His ownership makes us to stand for him. When we are, he is. That's what the ownership does. The ownership of God over us creates God-likeness in us so we can enjoy representing God here on earth because he owns us. Talk to your neighbor and say, you are not your own. You belong to God. You see, my version of the Bible, instead of the word witness, it talks about testify. The Spirit himself testifies with our souls that we are his children. And to testify there means to make a statement based on personal knowledge or belief. Hear me well, the Holy Spirit knows God because the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit knows you because he was there when you were created. And he was there when you confessed Jesus. Therefore, he has firsthand information that this one has believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. He knows that. He has that knowledge. He has that belief in you. He keeps reminding you, wherever you are, that you are a child of God. That you are a son of God. That you are born of God. And the Bible says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. He keeps telling you and encouraging you to say, come on, keep on going. It doesn't matter the circumstances. You are born of God, by the way. You are a child of God, by the way. Remember who you are. When you remember that you are of God, what is the devil to worry about? What are circumstances to worry about? You have power and authority over all those things. Ladies and gentlemen, the seal of the spirit of our lives, it's about ownership. You are of God, godly children. That's what John says in 1 John chapter 4. You are of God. Legally children, you are of God. How can John call old people legally children in the spirit? <laughs> yeah. He says, You are of God. Remember this, that you are of God because of the Holy Spirit in you. Do we have believers without the Holy Spirit? Yes, they are there. Yeah. There is always the spirit of truth, the spirit of God. There is always the spirit of error. And many are in the spirit of error. We are not talking about that this morning. But you here, you have the spirit of God inside of you. Who testifies to you, who witnesses to your own soul that you are a child of God. Maybe if you are not hearing that testimony and that witness, you still haven't received Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. And when you do it, the testimony comes. The witnessing comes. Are you with me this morning? So, ownership is one big element of being sealed with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Right, let's move on to my second position. Being sealed with the Holy Spirit. Safety. Is it safety or safety? (laughs) Right. You know, when you are sealed with the Holy Spirit, one assurance is that of safety, meaning you are safe. You know, all over the Bible, God makes this promise, I will be with you always. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you to the end fear not don't be afraid the reason you are not supposed to be afraid is because I am with you wherever you are in whatever you are doing in whatever you are going through I am with you therefore fear not there is this assurance of safety in every step that we take this is what we find in First John chapter 4. Let's get there. Verse 4, if that scripture is up, let's, let's read it. It says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. What an encouragement. The spirit in you is greater than the spirit in the world. There is the spirit of God, there is the spirit of the world, which is the spirit of the enemy. And that spirit cannot compare with the God inside of a believer. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So who are you afraid of? The little one or the greater one? That's the issue. Do you know that the enemy that you are so afraid of is so, so, so afraid of you? The challenge is you believe he is bigger than your God. That's the challenge. The moment you look at that enemy or that situation or that circumstance as if it is bigger than you, yes, physically, yes, in the natural but you know, what you need to do is to start looking from inside. Let me show you a story, an illustration. How many remember the story of David in the Bible, First Samuel? He's coming face to face with one of the giants of giants, Goliath. No other man in that army could match Goliath. He was two, three times taller than anyone else. The guy was a really giant. If you read his description, it's scary. It's like you are reading a description of a machine. But it was a human being yeah, called Goliath. And everyone is afraid. Everyone except this ordinary boy, this ordinary teenager who knows nothing about the warfare, the physical or the military warfare. He knows nothing about that. The only thing he knows is his God. Yeah? And he shows up. He's allowed by the king to face up with Goliath. And he walks to that child. He is not looking at Goliath from his own physical eyes. Because if he did... What is David? Goliath rightly puts it. Am I a dog that you will send such to fight me? This thing, I don't even see anything here. You are right, Goliath. This thing is not by the physique. It's not by anything else, but by the spirit of the Lord. You see, David has a different way of perceiving things. When he looks at Goliath through the court of David, he sees a small thing. yeah, A hopeless giant which needs only one stone to kill. Not even a bazooka. No, just a stone. Not even a spear. Just a stone. And David is playing as usual with his sling. This is the leakly thing he uses yeah, to beat up these leakly things that threaten his God. And he just swings it ball, And that massive giant, massive in the eyes of Saul and the others, but small in the eyes of the Spirit of God. Just like a fly. It's gone. Ladies and gentlemen, the God inside of you is so big, so big, he wants you to be secure in a storm. Sleep, he is bigger than the waves. He is bigger than your challenges. He's bigger than anything that is facing you. The moment you learn to trust this big God inside of you, Wow, miracles begin to happen. Signs and wonders begin to follow you. Maybe the reason why our lives as Christians have no signs and wonders, no miracles, is because we are still jittery. We are still insecure. We are still not sure. We think we are not very safe in this world. Listen, you are not safe in the world, but you are safe in Christ Jesus. And because I am safe in Christ Jesus, I am safe in the world. Yeah? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who? Can anyone define that who? Certain? Uh-uh. Demons? Humble up. Hunger? Poverty? What? Who can be a us? If God is for, is God for you? Hallelujah. He's not only for you. He lives inside of you. You are his abode. You move, caring God. He is not a showy God. So that when you walk into the shops, people begin to flee. No, he doesn't do that. But he is inside when there is need for him to show up for your defense he does hello you are too quiet maybe you are taking home what i'm talking about are you with me this morning talk to your neighbor and say you are secure say to your neighbor you are safe let's preach this together say you are safe neighbor very safe You see, the Holy Spirit living in a Christian is far stronger than any attack of the devil. So this encouragement should empower you as a believer not to fear Satan, So you can walk in boldness and walk in your safety in the Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I wrote a statement here. Maybe it will show up. That the giant in front of you is never bigger than the God inside of you. Everywhere, it doesn't matter how slim you are, how gifted you are, this size, this size, or whatever you, the giant in front of you is nothing. Compared to the God inside of you. The God who owns you. The God who loves you. The God who lives in you. The God who is with you. The God who never leaves you the god who inspires you he is so big demons see him and they flee do you know that there are so many of these principalities and these rulers of darkness and these spirits everywhere who see you and they flee the only difference is that they don't tell you they are running away the only issue is they are not screaming But when you read the book of Acts, or when you see Jesus walking, sometimes they would scream, Hey, Jesus! Even when he was not paying attention to them. What have you to do with us? Because they are scared of him. They were scared of him physically. Now he is in you, they are still scared of him. What makes you think that you have to bother and worry about demons? when you are a child of God, and when you carry Christ inside of you. Sometimes you don't have to talk. We just have to walk into a place and pray or sing in the Holy Ghost. And it clears. The air clears. The stuff flees. Things open. Doors open. Are you with me this morning? I'm trying to encourage somebody here that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You look ordinary, but you are powerful. You're mighty. You're well-equipped for this warfare. Talk to your neighbor and say you're well-equipped. Tell them again. Maybe they didn't hear Let's read Ephesians chapter 4 together. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 30. Let's go there together. Will it appear, my brother? Is it there? I wanted people to read from their Bibles. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit inside of you. Where do you grieve? If you are grieving, where do you grieve? Outside the body? When somebody says, I'm grieving, where? Inside, isn't it? Yes, inside. Because that's where your inner man is. That's where grief is. You get what I'm talking about? The Holy Spirit is not there, but here. And the Bible says, don't grieve him. Because he is here, and has sealed you. For the day of redemption. Ladies and gentlemen, this day of redemption is coming. But guess what? From now up to that day, you have been sealed. Secure. And the Bible says, don't grieve him who secures. Don't grieve him who protects. Don't grieve him who comes alongside you. Don't grieve him who teaches you, who counsels you, who helps you, who ministers to you. And maybe while we are there, you need to understand that this seal here that we are talking about cannot be broken. If ever you came to Jesus and uh, you think you can walk out like that, the seal cannot be broken. Tough life. (laughs) The spirit in you will do what only the spirit of God does to you. It doesn't matter where you are until you get there. To the right, because we have been sealed. God is not in a business of sealing and breaking, sealing and breaking, sealing and breaking. He doesn't make that kind. He doesn't make mistakes. When He speaks, He has spoken to eternity. Are you with me? When He touches, He doesn't have to touch you again. They touch me again. No, He touched you. Use the first touch. Because that first touch is the end touch. Is the always touch. I'm helping somebody. Because we need to understand this man in us called to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So this deal is incapable of being broken and makes certain the redemption of the saints. Meaning you are secure therefore in God by the reason of believing in the Lord. He has come. Are you looking at me? Do you see me? Look at me. Do you see me? I am Mrs. Jesus. You see me? Yeah? Mrs. Mrs. Jesus. I am his. And the church is the wife, the bride. The bride. Sealed. Finito. It doesn't matter what the devil thinks, he will just celebrate out there looking at me. That will be if you get to hotels, I've got the privilege to go to any of them. Their beds are covered you? most people. You just release that thing which covers your bed. You just leave it. Oh my goodness, God. The mosquitoes will be seeing you all night. All night around the net looking at you. You no hungering to touch you, thirsting for your blood, but they can't break through. Because there is a ceiling around me, and I'm sleeping there, putting my leg on another leg. Like, God, oh, thank you, Jesus. That's exactly the picture we are in. We are in Christ, sealed. The devil can do nothing. He looks at you. That's why he calls to court and says, according to John, because you are having a ceiling around you. Yeah? That's why I can't touch him. That's exactly who you are. You are untouchable. Go and see it. If you have got a mosquito, and put it tonight. Yeah? And they bring in some mosquitoes and they mock them, laugh at them. Are you with me? They will never touch you. But God's seal cannot be broken. The mosquito can be broken but the seed of God for you can't. Talk to your neighbor and say you're untouchable. Very untouchable. Very, very untouchable. Hallelujah. And my helping example to this morning. Look at yourself the way God looks at you. Not even That's why the Bible says you are rooted in him. Grounded in him. Complete in him and he uh, did So, what can the enemy do? Okay. Can I be uprooted by challenges the says to the last time? Nothing can separate us from this love because we have been sealed as a woman, sealed. So, inside, planted in the rock of ages. The, the things you plant on sand you can remove, but you, And we have been planted, rooted in the rock of it. Jesus Christ, who can uproot me from that rock? Come to think of it. Because this is who you are. Talk to your neighbor again and say, I'm secure. (coughs) Very secure. (coughs) And allow me to drink. Hallelujah! I think I'm enjoying myself here <coughs> because I see myself <coughs> in all this mercy, here. mercy, and I'm excited that I walk here on earth, rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus, Still to with the Spirit of the Living God, who is the anointing that I'm living. Let me just pass this over. This is. You are already anointed by the Holy Spirit. Stop looking for other anointing. There is no other anointing more than the Holy Spirit. How God anointed the man, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit who is in you is one that God anointed Christ with you. And he did what he did. What else are you looking for? If it worked for Jesus, do you think it will not work for you? Do you think there is a better anointing than this one that was on Christ Jesus? No, no, no. It's not there. You are being deceived. It's not there. You heard me talk to your neighbor and say it's not there. The last implication also, ceiling that I want to talk about this morning is authority. But when the Holy Spirit comes on He gives you the authority. He seals you. Let's discover this from Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. You won't read much. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. Something is interesting. <coughs> but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Before this, this verse here, Jesus says to his disciples, wait a bit, tarry in Jerusalem. Don't start anything. Don't do ministry. Don't do any work. Wait until you are saved. wait With the Holy Spirit. Until the Holy Spirit comes upon you, start nothing. Because if you went out without the seal and the approval and the authority of the Holy Spirit, they will kill you like flies. But you have to tarry a bit, wait a bit. He is coming. The one I promised you, he will come. And while they were in the upper room, he came. He came, the sound of a wind, and they saw tongues like fire, yeah, but set on them. What a better way of sealing something. You guys do know, even when you are sealing your kettle, yeah, you have to make that seal hot, yeah, yeah, red hot like fire, hot, 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 and you. Fire. and there is a permanent scar on your animal that shows <coughs> that this is brandon's scar. you have your unique seed and the tongues like fire came and they are set open it didn't bend their tongues and their mouth and everything else but it was a spiritual seed And immediately after that, you see a jitter-repeater. Yeah? A guy who had recently (coughs) rejected this Christ. You see them go out, and he stands and preaches like nobody's business. Yeah? With authority. (coughs) With authority. And they pray with tongues. Just give it. And everyone in their congregation hears through his own language or her own language. And many give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. And boom! The they them to like fire. Because of the authority of the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit. The mark of the Holy Spirit. Only the believers. They became bold. Yeah? They began to see supernaturals which they saw only in Christ. Jesus. Now they were in there. Because of. Ladies and gentlemen, you have that authority. You have that seed. The Spirit of the Lord is in a believer to give you the authority. So you can continue doing that which Jesus began to do and to preach. Are you with me? It's a continuation of the same ministry. You don't have to start your own ministry. You continue with the ministry of Jesus Christ. That which he began to do and to preach is what we are doing and the preaching by the authority of the Holy Spirit in us who reveals Jesus to you and to Are you with me this morning? Authority you have. You don't need anyone's validation to preach the gospel. You don't have to be a pastor, a bishop, or in the fivefold to preach, every one of us here is ordained and authorized to preach the gospel. To do what Jesus did. To heal the sick. To cast out devils. To cleanse the lepers. Yes, you here. That's your work. To proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. All of us, because we have the authority. The legal authority, the kingdom has authorised you to be its representative here on the earth. Congratulations, Ambassador So why are you so quiet? Why are you so silent out there as if you have no authority? Talk, you God people. Talk to your neighbor and say, you've got the authority. Come on, I'm finishing. Help me to finish this straw. You got the authority. Use it. Talk. Preach. Where are the sick? Let's hear. Let's see them. Yeah? Let's see the demons flee. Let's see deaf ears opening and hearing the blind eyes open. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our priority, it is our assignment. By the reason of the Holy Spirit in us, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You think you can go for it? Yes. You don't have to eat. You have to do it. Because you have enlisted in this army, and God has come and resided in you, and authorizes you to be his son, to be his child, to stand for him, to witness for him, to represent heaven on earth. What a privilege. What honor. Enjoy the week. And before you enjoy the week, enjoy the coffee. And let's enjoy being together in Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you. God encourage you. You are already blessed. Please allow the Holy Spirit in you to minister to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you this morning. In the name of Jesus, for the Holy Spirit who endures us eternally. We thank you for the mark of our God, the mark of the Spirit in our lives. We commit, we submit to you, Holy Spirit, we are here. Teach us, train us, show us the way, reveal Jesus to us in everything that we do. That the name of the Lord be glorified. Thank you that we have the power now, we have the authority, because you are in us to do that which is of God. In Jesus' name we pray and bless your name. Amen and Amen.